What do you get when you mix a health coach and a wellness coach mixed with a lot of curiosity? You get two people who ask a lot of questions about health and wellness issues. Today, we ask the question, how do we improve our gut health? We hear all the headlines every day about what to eat and what not to eat. We will try to sift through all that confusion. Before we do that, we will talk about our call to actions and end with a plan for the week. So let's get started as we ask. Wait, what? I feel like I need to hum and sing ourselves in like do 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 do, but I won't. (laughs) Hi, Kamna. How are you? Good. So how is, how is your week? So far, so good. I mean, I think I've had a pretty winning week compared to the week I've had before. I think so. Yeah. Oh, excellent. I like to hear that. Although I only did 50% of my call to action. So I don't know how good that is. I still haven't bought my lentils. I do want to thank everybody who has sent me recipes and I am going to make them. It's just, I don't know what it is. I think, honestly, I made my grocery list today and went grocery shopping this morning and just didn't put them on the list. I don't know. I That wasn't intentional. Mm. It just isn't something that I typically buy. So I didn't put it on there. I have to be, be- I have to be better at that. Well, I think... Really, the problem is you don't know what to buy. You don't know where to buy it. You don't know how much to buy. There's a lot of question marks for you that are stopping you, if I am guessing right. That's true, too. Another thing is, like, I, it's very hard for me to justify buying something and making something that I know only I'm going to eat. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't I even that. know if I'm going to like it. Right. Like, I don't mind buying spaghetti squash and making spaghetti squash because I already know I love it and I'm the only one that eats it and that's fine. But to to go through the buying all the ingredients and making it and not knowing if I'm going to like it is a right. little bit like probably the subconscious of me leaves it out on purpose, maybe. Yeah, I would think so. Because it's too many question marks for you. Right. I mean, I'm, it, I definitely, it's not that I don't want to do it. It's just, I know that I have to figure it out a little bit better. Sure. So, but my other part of this was to... um when my alarm goes off at seven o'clock to start my stretches. Mm -hmm. And actually what I started doing this week was before the alarm would go off. Cause I always know around, like sometimes I'll look at my phone and be like, okay, it's going to go off soon. Like in 10 minutes, Mm -hmm. I think because I'm actually waiting, want it to go off. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm always like, okay, good. It's going to go off. I can start getting ready for bed. I can go whatever. (laughs) So I kind of like check and see when it's going to go off. And I'd been doing my stretches then. Oh, nice. But before it even goes off, I'm like, all right, well, I might as well do my stretches. So do you get down on the floor and then just stretch? I have been getting on the floor. Yep. You just do your own or do you follow a video? Well, I followed a lot of actual, I used to be a Peloton app member, Mm -hmm. just the app. And I love their stretches. Yeah. So much. They have the best stretches. They have the best plugs. They have the best yoga the best that there is. Mm. Um, And then I canceled that to save the $20 a month. And then, um, so I kind of made my own up. Right. Well, now you know enough. You can do it on your own. Yeah. So I feel better when I do it. Well, good. And almost, I would say 100% of the stretching, 0% of the lentils. So put it together and I got 50. (laughs) There you go. Yeah, I don't think you should make the call to action your the lentils again because it's clearly there's a block that I know, but I gotta get past that. I'm gonna give you some lentils and then 
I'm going to give you instructions on how to cook them, or maybe I'll just make it for you and then give you some, if you like it. Well, maybe. See, you're anyway. scared. You're scared about I them. am. I, I don't know what it is. I know a part of me really wants to do it though. That's the other thing. Mm, why? Because you think you have to do it? You should No, do it? because I want to try it. Oh, okay. I want to give it a full fledge that if I don't like it, I can be like, I tried. Right. If you give it to me, it's not really, I'm not trying. No, but I'm saying I can make it and then. Yeah, but then I'm not try trying. It. But if there's a block of what to do. True. This is true. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. You'll figure that out. All right. How about your week? How did your week go? Um, Week was kind of quiet, which was really nice, but uh, I did not do my call to action. And this is two weeks in a row, and I'm really disappointed in myself. So my call oh, to action was to yeah. read for 15 minutes before I go to sleep. Part of the problem is, you know, it takes me a long time to get into a new book. So it just... I need like 50, 100 pages before I'm really engrossed in the story. Oh, so the first couple of pages you're like, eh. Yeah. So that's okay. problem one. Okay. And then a couple of nights, my husband went to bed before me and I'd like to read in bed. I know I could go downstairs and read, but I like oh, to no, read. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Then when I actually did read in bed, I fell asleep before I hit like page three. So, but that's an attempt. So even yeah. though you set a time, at least you attempted it. Yes. You can't control I, when you're going to fall asleep. I'm, I just fell asleep. And I've been very tired this week. So for me, I'm like, you know what? I just need to go to bed. I can't read. So I didn't really do it. And I think part of it is, for me, also the same as you, there must be a block in me why I'm not reading in bed. I need to take the book downstairs and read on the sofa where there's sunlight and I'm awake. So mm. I just need to read down there. So the bed is not. So I realized I can't read nonfiction books in bed at all. Oh, I can't. Okay. They, I just fall asleep before page two. But Are if you I read still... a fiction book, then I yeah. do better. Are you still reading that? Uh... Yes. I'm not as bad. I'm not, I'm reading it about twice a week. What's the I name of that book? I trying to do it every day. Um, Girl, Wash Your Face. Yes. I think that's the one. I also have the other one that's Stop Apologizing. Oh, wow. I haven't read that one yet. I'm good. That one's on my nightstand, too. I like that that title so I much. I think it's Girl, Stop Apologizing. I have I'm it. Right. I'll bring it to you. Will you read it first, and then I'll read it second? Sure. Because, uh, I mean, you'll probably finish it before I do. I Well, the reason I was writing it down, because I was thinking that would be a really good topic for us. Oh, okay. It's a good idea. So uh, I'm really curious. What did you find for the thing that you're loving this week? Oh, yeah. I forgot. Almost forgot about that. Okay. So it's twofold. But I think mm. we've talked about the one. The one thing I love and you love, so this is both of us love, is the Yucca app, the mm -hmm. Y-U-K-A, right? It's an app with a little carrot and it kind of like grades your food products and it lets you know if it's hazardous chemicals in it or non-hazardous chemicals mm -hmm. and it's very detailed and my daughter and I started scanning everything and we realized that all of our shampoo and conditioner was horrible like causes oh. reproductive problems and hormone imbalances 
And I mean, I was buying Dove and I wasn't buying like 99 cent dollar store shampoo and stuff. I was buying like good, in my opinion, good quality stuff. Right. Sure. So when we started scanning it, we're like, oh my gosh, like this is goes beyond a level of vegan products, which is what my daughter goes for. It was like, Mm -hmm. these products cause serious damage to your body. Oh my. So her and I then started researching with the app and what products are good, like grid grade, like a hundred out of a hundred or at least a 90 or a hundred. And we both are in love with the love and beauty brand. You ever heard of it? No. It's animal-free, cruelty-free, PETA-approved, which is very important to my daughter. And Mm -hmm. to me, I'm on the other hand where I want to make sure that any reproductive and hormone things are okay for her. Not Mm -hmm. saying that I don't care for me, but she's 13. I don't think any of us should be putting products that cause that kind of problems on a child that hasn't even finished puberty yet. Do you know what I mean? Oh, sure. Where did you, you find it like in the regular store? So we actually, we found it at Target. And we've been playing around with it. And it's like one of those shampoo and conditioners that when you first use the shampoo, it doesn't suds up. Oh. And you feel like you're not even washing your hair very well. Yeah. And according to the person that does our hair, she said, that's because there's no sulfates in it. Which I didn't know that. That sulfates are what make you feel like you're shampooing it and getting all this good lather. Oh. But sulfates are, they're, they're hormone disruptors. Hmm. So anyway, so if you do buy it, you're going to feel like it's not cleaning it, but it really is. I I really am just in love with it and she's in love with it. And we both love the product so much, the shampoo and the conditioner. The conditioner is the best conditioner we've ever used in our life. And she has so much thick hair. Yeah. Is it perfume free or does it have a fragrance at all? Some of them is um, that you can get a perfume free or very light fragrance free. Um, we like the ones that do have a nice smell to them. Yeah. Um, but it gets a good grade on the Yucca app. And if you go to Target and you shop the end aisles, like, you know how it ends? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You dig around in there and you can almost always find a discounted one because they discount their smells all the time. Like I just got a bottle today for four bucks. Oh, and I bought two because I'm like, okay, they're on sale on the clearance section. So sure. Anyway. Great, great, great product. I love them so much. That's what I love. That's fantastic. I'm going to be looking for that now. It's different. It's not like your normal that we usually talk about. Yeah. No, I like it. I think all of these things are important for our, our general health. We don't think about, you know, shampoo and conditioner, mm-hmm. and we don't think about uh, the products that we use every day, laundry mm-hmm. detergent, or even foods we eat. And all of it mm-hmm. is contributing to our health. So it's mm-hmm. a, a little call. bit more expensive, but it's something that her and I both agree that we think it's worth it. So, but you know, that's the thing about these products that are better for us. They are more expensive mm-hmm. and it just requires some fancy budgeting. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's disappointing. It should be better, cheaper, but it's not. And mm-hmm. but I always say that you either pay now or you pay later. Oh. Yep. So very true. So Target, I think Walmart has it. I think you can find it at a couple other places. I'll post pictures okay, so you guys can see what I'm talking about. But that's Great. what we are loving right now. Awesome. All right. So let's get into this very interesting topic. Oh, man, did I learn a lot already. Really? 
You know I what's did. funny is every other day there's a headline in the news on my phone about, and maybe because I clicked it, so now it propagates more stories for me. Yeah. Every day there's stories about eat this for gut health, eat that yeah. for gut health, do this for gut health. This is wrong. Don't do that. Oh, you can even see those articles in the headlines of the when you're at the store checking out. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yep. It's just so much beyond much. And, and really the reality is like, I didn't even know why it yes. was important. So I think this is a great topic, but I was also down a wormhole today when I was at target that there, there was one whole section in the cooler section that was all good gut health stuff. Oh, and I was like scanning and scanning and scanning and like looking at everything. And I was like blown away by all of it. Wow. So I also started with why is gut health important for us? Okay. Um, so the thing that I learned in some of my training is that most of your immune system is in your gut. And so if your gut is messed up, then your immunity is going to be messed up and you're going to be susceptible to a lot of other issues and problems. Gut contains most of the bacteria in your body. The gut plays a role, an important role in health and communicates with the immune system. The gut also determines how different foods are digested and release hormones to signal fullness. So, so I, so there is good and bad bacteria in your gut, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. And we want both, right? Yeah. We want more of the good than the bad. We want more of the good, but a little tiny bit of the bad. What did you find out about the, that specifically? Well, I just found that um, you, I just saw that you, you, you know, there's trillions and trillions in there, but if you have more bad, that's when they start leaking through the gut and that's when you get mm -hmm. that leaky gut. So you want to make sure that you have a better, better ratio of your good bacteria. Mm -hmm. I didn't see a specific number. Do you know of a specific okay. no, number? No, I don't either. No, but I, and I don't think there really is one, to be honest with you, because everything I read, there wasn't. It was just, you don't want to have only good and you don't want to have overrun bad. Right. Right. I was trying to find a good analogy for it. And I couldn't think of one. Hmm. And yeah, I thought I maybe you would have one. You're so good at analogies. Yeah, but I didn't go down that road. So Okay, so tell me where you went. So um, I was reading about this study that examined the gut bacteria in 77 twins. Oh uh, this is from Healthline.com. 77 sets of twins. Yes, 77 okay. sets of twins. Yes. That would be odd if it was 77 twins. I was like, yeah, th that's where my head went. I was like, okay. Uh, one who had obesity and one who did not. And the study found that those who had obesity had different gut bacteria than their twins without obesity. Really? In all 77 sets? Their gut I bacteria. Don't, I don't have the statistics. But that's insane. Yeah. And I think that kind of makes sense to me because, you know, with our modern day diet, we're feeding the good bacteria, as you say, and with the good I mean, sorry, the bad bacteria. And when you feed the bad bacteria, then you can't get the nutrition absorbed into your body as needed. And so your body's still hungry for nutritious substances. So you may not feel full. And then that obviously leads to weight gain and mm -hmm. 
wanting to eat and you're like, I just ate, but I'm still hungry. And it's because of the cycle of not getting the nutrition into our body. Yeah. And if we do get it, it's not even helping that much because it's our, some of our guts are so overrun with the bad that yeah, the little bit you put in is just like, oh, it's not going to help. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So the one thing I also hear all the time is like, back in my day, we didn't talk about gut health. Do you know what I'm, do you know what I'm talking about when people say I that? do very well. Right? Like, this is all new. Um, I found an article from Harvard.edu about that. And the, the type of the gut bacteria in Americans has changed. So yes, back in their day, the gut problem wasn't nearly as what bad as it is now. And there were actually three reasons for that. Okay. So the first reason um, is there's more processed foods now. Right. And processed foods completely disrupt the gut. Right. So if you're looking at a processed food diet compared to what it was 50, 60, 70 years ago, of course, there's there's a total difference. Of course, that's why our guts are different. Mm -hmm. That was reason number one, which I think we both, that's like a no-brainer, right? Right. Reason number two is there's actually, actually better hygiene in the stuff that we are eating, meaning oh, there are okay. better processes for killing off things. Mm -hmm. And we're not getting a little bit of dirt here and there, a little bit of bacteria here and there to help build up the immunity in our stomach bacteria. Okay. Yeah. So that was the second reason, which I thought was, again, I was like, okay, yeah, that's true. We're probably not eating as much dirt as we did. Sure. <laughs> a long time ago. Right. Yep. Um, well, I'll read exactly what Harvard said about that. It said, we're, we have better hygiene now, which means we are not exposed exposed naturally to dirt and such bacteria that we once were. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the third one is, and this one I didn't want to believe, antibiotics. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's another reason for it, is the antibiotics that we've all been put on for so long in our life before they stop giving them out so easily has killed off so many good and bad organisms in our gut that it's like yeah. hard to make a comeback from. So that's just, that's scary. Um, I know, but when I, I loved all three of those reasons because it made so much sense to me. And I also was one of those that never understood why they are so like, why can't we? So just give an antibiotic. Mm -hmm. I never understood that. And now I kind of see why. Yeah. I was reading about the antibiotics that if they're taken during childhood and adolescence, it can cause permanent changes in certain types of bacteria in your stomach. So that's exactly why adults now are having worse gut problems because mm -hmm. we were on antibiotics without a problem back then. Absolutely. So yeah. it just made a lot of sense to me. Mm -hmm. um, as an aside, and I wrote this down because I thought you would find it interesting. Um and I don't know any of any studies or any, I don't have any scientific proof to back this up, but this is, this is a trend or a, some scientific notations about this. People who are born vaginally, like you have a vaginal birth or also have right. different gut bacteria than those who are born by cesarean. What? Yeah. Why? So, so the science, I don't exactly understand, but as you come down the birth canal, there's some bacteria that the baby gets into their uh, gut that helps them. But also I read that as they get to age one or two, when they've been weaned off of the milk, 
then it all equalizes, but it might be important long-term. So if you ever go to a functional medicine doctor, they might ask you, were you born by cesarean section or were you born vaginally? Or they might ask you, how many antibiotics have you taken? Because these are all important for your gut health. Really? Mm -hmm. Oh my God, this piggyback off of our topic last week on how like how we are right now is so much made up of what we were the day we were born, even before we even remember what we were. Yeah. And this is obviously if you need a cesarean, nobody's going to blame you because it's a matter of you both, right. the mother and the baby being well and, you know, born happy and safe and everything. But I think a lot of doctors, I see the trend now is, oh, we'll just deliver by cesarean. Mm-hmm. So it makes a difference. I don't want to go down a, a different road, but I think that was an interesting little tidbit. Very, mm-hmm. very interesting. Hmm. Okay. So then the next thing that I went to was, how do you know if you have an unhealthy gut? This is what I can't wait for you to tell me, because I'm sure I do, but go on. Well, I think a lot of us probably have some form of it or some level of it. So if you have an unhealthy gut, you may have high stress levels, Okay. too, too little sleep, which okay. you don't have a problem which with. Which I don't have that, yeah. Eating. Uh, Wait, addic- I want to interrupt and have a caveat to that. Okay. I don't have a problem with too little sleep because I prioritize it. True. True, true. You, that's very important to you. And I think it helps you. If I didn't prioritize it, I would have too little sleep. Like mm-hmm. I would just any other mom that has high schoolers and teen, like that stress. And it's so much to do. Extremely yeah. important to me. So, you know. I think that's great. Why, because Why do I feel like I always have to defend myself when I talk about my sleep habits? No, I, I think... always feel like I do. Well, I don't know that you should, because I think. If somebody ate a salad every day, they wouldn't feel like they need to defend themselves. That's a good point. If you choose to prioritize sleep over doing the dishes, what's the big deal? Right. No, it's nothing. Okay. All right, Um, go on. Eating a diet high in sugar and processed foods, which we talked about. Mm -hmm. Taking antibiotics, which we talked about. Also, if you have upset stomach, gas, bloating, constipation, and or diarrhea, heartburn, um, unintentional weight changes. So if you've lost weight or gained weight and you don't really know why and it was sudden, that might be an indicator that there's something wrong in your gut. Sleep disturbances or constant fatigue, skin irritations, autoimmune conditions, and food intolerance. Wow. Mm -hmm. So everything. (laughs) yeah everything except broken bones and a heart attack i think can be blamed on your gut yep wow so i think it's something interesting to look at because if we can at least work on fixing our gut while we're doing other things then maybe we can just be healthier down the road yeah and now do you think you have a bad gut unhealthy gut i do Um, okay I think I've been struggling with certain issues for a while. And I think I've talked about it many times about how I'm trying to eliminate gluten. I'm trying to eliminate dairy. I've done fairly well with doing, getting rid of most of the sugar out of my diet, but I'm still struggling. So I started 
I'm going to publicly say this. I started a gut cleanse to see where my problem lies. And what that entails is a lot of elimination of a lot of different kinds of foods that are irritating to the stomach. So no dairy, no gluten, no sugar, obviously, but also no corn, no soy, no lentils, because they can be irritating to the stomach, which Mm -hmm. I didn't know. I am following the care of a nutritionist and I am blogging about it on my website. So if anybody wants to read my day-to-day things, they can go to healthcoachcomna.com. But I think I have issues where I eat and then I'm bloated and I don't know why, mm. you know? So I started slowing down my chewing and that helps a little bit, but I, I still don't know why. So I'm trying, trying different okay. things. Okay. Do you? So what- Oh, I'm, I'm sure I do. I'm sure I have gut problems mm. on my scalp. Maybe that's part of that mm-hmm. reason. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. so many other things the, that you would have, we're talking about that I think could be bloating all of that, the high sugar. I, I mean, this past month was so much sugar with the candy hearts. Yeah. So I'm that alone right there. Mm-hmm. But so what are we supposed to eat then? Yeah. So, um, I did a whole deep dive into fermented foods. Cause that's really what can help your gut. Did you know okay. that? I I did. You did. Now, did you know why though? Mm. Fermented foods have bacteria, mm-hmm. which ate up the good, the pro prebiotic foods, right? See, you're so smart. Yes. They actually literally eat them. They eat the bad bacteria when you eat these fermented foods. Oh, they eat the bad bacteria. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Oh. That's well, that's how my brain like I imagine like little Pac-Mans and like the ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the Pac-Man yep. was like, gotta get rid of that in there. But anyway, yep. so I actually went down a lot. I think a lot of people knew some of these foods mm-hmm. for, for the for your gut, but I don't know if they knew why. Okay. Ooh. You know what I mean? Like here's an example, apple cider vinegar. Yes. First of all, apple cider vinegar, you have to buy with the mother. I don't Mm. know what the heck that means. I think it sounds ridiculous. They could have came up with a better thing, like better for you, apple cider vinegar than rather apple cider vinegar with the mother. Anyway. Because mother's um, important. (laughs) Apple cider vinegar is really, really good for you. um, If you, um, it reduces your HbA1c. And it improves your fasting blood sugar. Oh. So if you're a diabetic, it's a really good thing to add as like a salad dressing, sprinkle some mm. vinegar, apple cider vinegar with the mother on your <laughs> salad or, but you know how people always said they drink it. Yeah. Have you ever done that? No, that sounds gross to me. I think I could do it though. Really? Like a shot of it. I've done worse shots that <laughs> taste way worse than apple cider vinegar. <laughs> right. Uh... Yeah, that does not even sound a little bit appealing to me. We should try it. No, thank you. Okay, you okay. should try it. <laughs> okay, I, mean, I might. <laughs> okay, um, sauerkraut. Oh, yeah. Do you like sauerkraut? I I don't know that I've actually had it. Oh, is there a reason why? No. Okay. I think Indian food has a lot of fermented foods, but I don't know if it's the right kind of fermented foods. That's the other thing I learned. Like, I know that the, like there are some fermented foods, but some of them are not good for your, not probiotic, don't have the probiotics in it, mm-hmm. probiotics in it. Yeah. 
So for example, pickles on the shelf typically don't have, they're fermented, but they typically do not have the good probiotics you need for your gut. It's weird because I was like, oh, I'm eating a pickle. It's a good thing. I love pickles. Not all of them. Yeah, I guess so. So how do you... you They said everything that I was reading said you really want to get the the fermented foods from the cooler section. Okay. So like, a like for example, or... there's, they do, yes, but they do sell sauerkraut in the, in the cooler section and sauerkraut yes. like on the shelf. You want the, the oh. one that's better for your gut is the one that is in the cooler. Oh, that makes so much more sense. Yeah. Cause it actually has the live bacteria in it. Yes. Got same it. with the pickles. So yeah. if you see pickles, you want the ones that are in the cooler, not the ones on the shelves. Now this is for your gut health. This isn't for like, you're having a party and you're having hamburgers and hot dog cookout. (laughs) Clearly then nobody's caring about their gut health. But if you're trying to eat something every day to improve your gut health, you want to get the stuff that's on the shelf. I mean, in the cooler, not on the shelf. Okay. Okay. Anyway, sauerkraut helps balance bacteria and it helps balance cholesterol levels. Oh. Which I have my cholesterol levels are a little bit out of whack. So I'm like, Oh, maybe I should start getting some sauerkraut. Like one. And I did a little more research on that and about one fourth of a cup a day of sauerkraut. Did you, what you find out eat. why? Well, I did not know why. Cause it didn't make any scientific sense to me because my okay. mind doesn't go that way. But I, I also a... know Sorry. it's good in potassium and it also positively influences your blood pressure. So if you have high blood pressure, High cholesterol, sauerkraut is something you might want to add to your Well, I think diet. it's because it's a high fiber food, right? Okay. So fiber is, they always recommend that for people who have cholesterol issues. It's definitely good for setting up a good environment for your gut to have a lot of fiber. Mm-hmm. Plus the probiotics in it. It's yeah. probably a good gut go. superfood. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I was like, okay, I think I could get behind that. Mm-hmm. One fourth of a cup, maybe. Yeah. Did you find anything else? Yeah, there's a ton. Do you want me to go through them all fast or slow or what you're thinking? Well, go through them and then I'll ask questions if I have okay. a question. Some cheese, not okay, all cheese, yes. only some. Like aged but cheese? Aged, aged cheese, um, gouda and fresh mozzarella. Those are... Some um, uh, they deliver the intact probiotics. Side note about the cheese: some people, some people who have allergies, they the fermented foods can trigger an antihistamine, res, sorry, a histamine response, so that they might want to avoid them. But oh, that's just an good aside. To know. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Kefir. Kefir is like buttermilk. It's like a. It's a thick. It's. Thick. That's everything that I can tell you that I read about kefir. It was like, use it in a smoothie, make overnight oats with yeah. it, um, use it as sour cream, mm-hmm. but it improves digestion and lowers cholesterol. Okay. But that was one thing that I'm like, okay, I could try that in an overnight oat. Well, um, the problem with the kefir, it would be the added sugars. I would just watch that. Um, I think there's some better, better brands than others, right? Yeah. So, um, kimchi, I've never, ever had kimchi in my life. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had that? No, it's, uh, I think it's Korean, correct? Yes. Well, that manages cholesterol, balances blood sugars. Um, it, they suggest adding it to your fried rice or your scrambled eggs. Oh, that sounds pretty good. 
I know that seems doable. Like I think mm-hmm. that's something that I could try. Ka- kombucha, kombucha. How do you say uh-huh. it? Kombucha. Okay. That has vitamin C, B1, B6, and B12. Ooh, that's a B so, positive. <laughs> when I was at Target today, I saw the whole kombucha section and I used my Yucca app and I scanned 15 of them. There was like probably 30 different ones. Oh my gosh. And some of them were like fabulous, like a hundred out of a hundred score on that app, which is very rare. And some of them were like 29. Oh boy. So you definitely want to make sure if you're going to try one of those for your gut health, that you try something that is better for you than some Mm -hmm. of the ones that aren't. Right. That's one of those things I'm going to be trying too. I just want to try it. Sure. It's it's, if it tastes bad, it tastes bad. Yeah. Okay. Throw it away. Yeah. Miso. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, that has protein, vitamin E, and vitamin K in it. Um, it also has anti-cancer benefits. Mm-hmm. Nat- natto? Mm-hmm. What is that? N-A-T-T-O. I, I think I it's a it soy is. product, but I don't remember. It is a soy product, but I don't okay. know what it is. But it has 100 times more vitamin K than cheese. Oh, wow. That's great. I think it's great. I don't know why you need vitamin K, but it's... It's something that I wrote down for you guys. Isn't it good for your like vision or? Yes, 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 yes. You're right. Okay. You're oh, right. Wow. You're so smart. Olives. <laughs> My mom is loving this right now. Olives. Yes. Um, But olives are one of those that you buy on the shelf. That's probably not one of those with the good pri- probiotics in it. Mm. So you have to really read the label on olives and see. Yes. Okay. Um, Tempe. Did I say that mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That is calcium, magnesium, and phos- phosphorus. Okay. In it. So that helps with all of that stuff. Sourdough. Yes. Did you know that? Yes. It's good for your gut. Yeah, but it, you're going to probably tell us that it depends which kind of sourdough you get. Well, it depends on which kind of sourdough you get, obviously, because some of them have so much chemicals and mm-hmm. crap in them. It has to be a good quality sourdough. Um, but really what it is, is the, the, um, the, what's the word? the live things probiotics actually do die during the baking process mm-hmm. however it makes you you've said this word so well polyphenols mm-hmm. it then turns to polyphenols which are important for your gut microbiome mm-hmm. and blood sugar yes and then yogurt which i think we all kind of knew about yogurt um right but here was what i found about yogurt some studies say that if you have a hundred grams of a good quality yogurt, it's actually very beneficial for your mood. Oh, it's linked to mood happiness and higher levels of serotonin and dopamine released. If you just have from the yogurt, a hundred grams of yogurt. Wow. But a good quality, which I don't like any good quality yogurt. So this so. Is, you're talking about like a cow's milk. You're not talking about a coconut or no, almond. no, because I did. I saw some of them were that, but it has to be like not added sugars, like a good quality, like even like an almond or oh. there was a cashew one that was included in it. But it's hard to find the ones with no flavor. That right, right. Tastes good. Oh, that's so good to know. I always, I thought it was only dairy. So it's good to know that. Yeah, no, there was a bunch, but what I, what I realized after all of this is the reason I don't have good, healthy gut is because I don't like any of these things I just talked about. (laughs) Yeah. 
So it's good. It will be hard for me to have a good, healthy gut because I don't like right. any of those things. That makes sense. But is it because you have never tried them or because probably. Just, okay. Probably. Okay. And I don't know how to try them. I don't know if I want to spend the money to try them. Like there's a lot involved in it. Yeah, that's true. And to find the right one. Right. Like what do yeah. I do with kefir? I don't know what to do with like, you know what I mean? Like I, so it's I think it's drink. hard. It's so hard to, it's sometimes it's hard to be healthy. It's very hard to be healthy. Okay, good. Good. I couldn't read your poker face. I was like, is she going to tell me that I'm crazy or is she telling me that like. It's so difficult. I have been on this journey for probably two and a half years now, seriously. And before that, Mm semi-seriously. And I'm still tempted by the M&Ms and the checkout aisle and the chips and even though I know it's bad for me and I won't buy it anymore, I'm still tempted by it. Mm-hmm. You know, that that itch to just eat something that's going to be great on my taste buds. It's so good. But, and then to spend the money for some of these things, you're like, is this really worth it? And if you don't like it, you have to throw it away. It's hard. The whole thing is hard, honestly. It, it's, it's kind of exhausting, actually. Because it's like, I saw this list and I was like, okay, what's one thing that I could buy from it? And I looked at it and I'm like, I don't want to buy any of it. I don't know if I'm ready for it, but I want a healthy gut. Like it's that, like, I want to eat my cake and lose weight too. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I think the thing that I have come to really understand about this whole health journey, which actually starts from the gut is that it's a process. You can't tomorrow say, okay, I'm going to eat kefir and kombucha and have some miso soup and be good to go. That's not the way it works. There's a lot of education that has to happen. There has to be some trial and error of what works for you and what doesn't. And also to sort of make it simplified for yourself because it is so complicated. So we just want to simplify it and sort of, as you would say, dumb it down. Let's just Mm -hmm. make it really clear. I liked this though, though, because now I know why I need to incorporate some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I know why, Yeah, which is important to me. I think that's yeah. the first step for any of us is to like, yeah, someone can tell you that you need sauerkraut and kimchi and you're like, okay, great. But now that we know why and that it's actually beneficial. Right. So. Right. And most of it actually tastes pretty good. I think if you, if you don't like a vinegary taste, maybe you won't like it, but most of it tastes pretty good. Oh, I did see that in um, the kefir. So and if you want the kefir or the yogurt was, and you guys know, I love flavored vinegars mm-hmm. was to take a good quality flavored balsamic vinegar and put it in your yogurt or kefir. And it's, so I, I actually considered that. I'm like, okay, what if I buy a good quality yogurt? And, and there's so many different good flavors of vinegar. Right. Oh yeah. Yes, so. definitely. Mm-hmm. Um. What so I was thinking, you, we, yeah, I was thinking next we could go to some of the myths about. Are we out of time? Health. We're gonna be close to, yeah. Oh my gosh! Okay, then yeah, we definitely need a part two of gut health. Do you do you have more that you want to talk about? I could always talk about more. <laughs> okay. Wait. Okay. Can I just say for the record that if we're gonna do part two next week, then I will try at least one thing before next week okay i don't know what it is and i cannot commit to what it is going to be okay but i want to put that on that's not my call to action that's just for the to be continued of gut health 
topic. So part two. Okay. Yeah. Is that fair? Absolutely. I don't know why I like daring myself to do dumb stuff like this. <laughs> You're a risk taker. Okay. All I was right. Waiting for Kamna to say she would do the same, but you noticed that she didn't. No, I didn't. I'm not. I'm <laughs> not that daring. I'm just not. I don't like roller coasters. Sorry. Um, okay. Okay. Myth number one. Okay. You need to have a bowel movement every day. Well, I think that's true. That's a myth. It's a myth. You can have, it's the three, three rule. You can have three movements in a day or three movements in a week. And that's all normal. Any more or less than that? I don't even know if I want to believe that, but for real, three and three, I got to write this down. So three in a day Mm -hmm. or or three three in a week. So what if you go three every single day? Is that okay? Yeah, that it depends on the person and what your your gut looks like. So really, it just depends on your personal habits. Or your biology or your, right. you know, if you're sensitive to things. So there's we, not a right or wrong. Which we will probably talk about next week. There's no right or wrong to it. Um, apple cider vinegar is effective for weight loss. Okay, so now we're not talking about gut health. We're talking about weight loss. Ding, ding, ding. You got that right. So it is not good for weight loss directly. But as you have said, it has a lot of health benefits. And it contains amino acids and antioxidants. And it's fermented, which is good for gut health, which could then lead to weight loss. But initially, if you're thinking you're going to take it and drop 25 pounds, then it's not happening. No. Okay. There's no shortcuts here. (laughs) Sorry to everybody. I know. And everybody wants one, including me. So Yeah. Um, Juice cleanses are good. Are you saying that's a myth? Yes. Okay. They may be high in sugar. It's not sustainable. And... You may not get the necessary nutrients you need when you drink something versus eating it. But are they, they're not, you're not saying they're bad. No. Okay. They're not, they're they're just just not not necessarily good for your gut. Oh, that's right. Okay. Okay. That makes sense to me. Um, This one you already said, but I'm going to just going to repeat it. Fermented foods are effective as probiotics. And this answer is a maybe because not all fermented foods contain probiotics. You already Mm -hmm. said that. I have just a few more. Beans cause the most gas. What do you think? That's not true. Oh, no, I would say cabbage. No. Dairy products cause more gas than other foods, particularly as we age, our bodies are less able to absorb the sugar and milk, which is the uh, lactose. Oh, my gosh. For real? I mm-hmm. would have never. Yeah. Wow. Age, I would have aging. Cabbage. Yeah. Aging means constipation. Okay. I don't think it means constipation, but I think it means you change your food habits. Mm-hmm. So then it changes your con- your bowel movement habits. Am I right Absolutely. on that? Medications, lack of exercise, um, lack of fluids, just cha- changing your lifestyle causes... All of these things but it's not down. an age thing. It's not like, okay, the minute you mm-hmm. turn 65, you're going to have trouble going to the bathroom. No, I mean, some of it's hormone related, you know, you're, yeah. you're about, everything changes, but I think you can mitigate some of these issues. Okay. 
Um, is dairy bad for your gut? I, I feel like you're what you're going to say. Yes. Actually, I'm going to say maybe. Okay. Tell me why. Because it, um, it can be beneficial if you don't have any issues with milk, you know, because milk has protein and it has good nutrients in there. But if you have issues with milk with, which now a lot of people are having, it -hmm. could be bad for you. So if you're going to buy cow's milk, buy organic, at least 2%, don't even drink the 1%, just buy a good quality organic milk. Yeah, that's hard. Can I tell Mm -hmm. you for me, I always buy skim milk. Yeah. And I'm not getting any health benefits from it. No, but you're drinking it for a different reason. No, I'm drinking it because that's what I've always bought. And that's what I'm used to. Okay. Because it's been in my head my entire life that if you buy 2%, it's so fattening and it's bad for you. And you're going to gain 55 pounds from just drinking milk. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's always been that kind of milk associated with weight gain. Yeah. Yeah. The, well, for the gut health, the whole milk is the best. And people who have lactose intolerance, they can buy, um, we had visited this farm and their milk is processed differently. So people who have lactose intolerance can buy like a Hartzler's dairy or a different kind of, uh, milk from a farm directly from a farm. It comes in a glass bottle that's recycled and that's better for those people who have lactose intolerance. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, one more. <laughs> I'm going to, uh, I'm just going to add this one. Cause I think it's very funny. It takes years to digest gum. Oh my God. I love that fa- saying. Cause it's, fa- that's a false one. I know that yeah. is false. Cause I've researched it <laughs> so many times. That's really curious why you've researched it. Yeah. You, we should change that subject, but yes, I'm, <laughs> Um, and IBS is all about your diet. IBS stands for, uh, irritable bowel. No, it it stands for, uh, yeah. Irritable bowel syndrome. You're correct. Okay. So it's not all about food. It's not all about food. It can be, it can be diet related, but it also can be, uh, triggered for just an unknown reason. And it, it's a syndrome because doctors don't really know what it is. It can be related to stress and anxiety. It also just can be a whole host of problems. So it just basically means there's no, they, they're calling it that because they just know something's wrong with your stomach. Yeah. And we don't know why. Right. And they really can't really tell you that to eat a fourth of a cup of sauerkraut and see if it makes you feel better. Right. But I, I think it can't hurt. You know, right. maybe, maybe someone who has IBS has different needs and this, whatever we're talking about doesn't apply to everybody but it can definitely help. Interesting. So we are doing a part two, huh? I don't know. Are we? Now that you read all the myths, do we need to? I don't know. I guess we'll see what people want. Okay. That's a good idea. Let us know. Let us know for sure. Let us know what you want us to research if you do want us to. Mm -hmm. Does that work that way? Yes. Okay. All right. What is your call to action? Well, my call to action is to find a good yogurt, whether it be cashew, whether it be oat, whether it be silk, like an almond yogurt, or maybe it's just Greek yogurt. I want to try some yogurts. Oh, I'm so excited to hear. 
Mm-hmm. That's mine. What about you? Mine is going to be um, before I get out of bed, I'm picking something real simple this week to do like five good deep inhale, exhale, you know, the whole eight, four, seven yeah. kind of breathing, square breathing. I'm going to just do that before I wake, get out of bed. Okay. Eight, four. Oh yeah. The square breathing or you, there's the in for hold, four. Yeah. No. Yeah. In for four, hold for eight, out for seven or am I something like that. that. It's it, you inhale for eight, you hold it for four, you exhale for seven. Something along those lines. Yeah. Well, there's all kind yeah. of formulas, but one of those I'm going to do. Okay. I've been trying to do deep, deeper breathing when I get in bed, mm-hmm. like with your stomach. Cause I don't breathe in my stomach a lot and mm-hmm. I know you're supposed to. Yes. So like the, when I was doing the Peloton, they said, put your hands on your stomach and you should feel your hands move if you know mm-hmm. if you're breathing correctly or not. So I have to remind myself that sometimes even when I'm driving the car, like I'm like, okay, I got to make sure I'm breathing. Like, because yes. I don't breathe well enough. I don't feel like I'm not breathing well. I actually think most of us are just holding our breath a little bit. We're like scrunched shoulders and tight and we're like holding, we're doing shallow breaths. So I think a lot of that stress is just showing up in our breathing. It's a good, very good point. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I think we got a lot covered today. We did. All so right. Have a, have a great week. All right. I'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and give us a five-star rating. Or you can share the podcast with your friends and tag us. On Insta, you can find us at Health Coach Kamna and WW Chick Leah. Or on Facebook, you can find us at Leah's WW and Health Coach Kamna.